0: From game-winning shots, to walk-off home runs, this ball is crushed to last-second field goals. The are on. He's got you covered. It's the Guaranteed Sports Corner. Welcome back on a Tuesday morning, March 3rd, and February is just done like that. It feels good to be back doing what I love doing most, and that is just talking sports. Last week, I told you guys, actually the week before that, I uh, told you guys that I was not going to have a show last week uh, because I was going to be on a cruise for an entire week. So last week, I was on a cruise. I went down to Mexico, ported in three different parts of Mexico, the first one being Cabo uh, and Cabo was a really, really fascinating place. Um, I have heard some good things about it and then I was excited and eager to go see what it was like. It was going to be my first time being in a different country. And so I don't know what my expectations were, but they were met. Uh, you know, the, the whole vibe that they had in the city of Cabo was great. Uh, and it really did feel like I was on a week-long vacation. Uh, Cabo's beaches were amazing. Even though the water was a little bit colder, of course, being from Hawaii, I always expect warm water wherever I go, Uh, but the water was a little bit cold, Uh, but the beach itself was was beautiful, and and the harbor was beautiful, and when we were leaving, the sunset was beautiful, and just everything about Cabo that I had experienced that day, uh, it was really, really fun. And, and it was a good time. The next one was Mazatlan. I'd never even heard of this place, uh, but I decided to go zip lining while I was in uh, Mazatlan, and it was it was a six hour excursion. And after that, we got to do some tequila tasting, and you know, being able to at least try tequila from a different country, which I'd never even try. i never even it never even occurred to me how different it was going to be and it really was different out there and it completely caught me off guard uh, but it was really good the whole excursion was really fun um, I went with a few friends of mine and it, it and it was it was awesome you know it was a really great experience and you know I don't get to go ziplining a lot I don't even remember the last time I've been ziplining uh, but it, it was it was awesome I mean we had to stomp ourselves with our hands and you know yeah, you know, I kind of clipped my hand a little bit. Nothing too major or anything. But just that whole experience. And, you know, it was it was a very, very uh, awesome time. And then the last one was Puerto Vallarta. Uh, I didn't get to do much. I didn't really want to do much. Uh, since we were already halfway through the cruise. And I was kind of tired of, of doing all these excursions. So I kind of just wandered around. Uh, not, like, super deep into the city. But I went into the city a little bit. And... You know, all were incredible and fascinating, and it was my first time, like I said, being outside of the States. But don't worry. Like, I'm 100% safe from any virus. Uh, I'm not sick. Everything is all good. I've had plenty of people ask me, oh, well, do you have coronavirus? No, I don't. I'm, I'm, we're okay. Nobody on the ship had it. Uh, even though there have been some reports saying that people who have been getting on cruises have been coming back with it. Uh, my cruise was not one of those cruises everyone came off and was healthy. So don't have to worry about me at all. But going on that cruise was probably one of the best times that I've had in a really long time. And I met a bunch of really great people. And I made memories with people who I had just met on that ship. And, you know, it it was just one of those experiences you can't really replicate. And it was really fascinating To get to know people from different parts of the united states and get a sense of how everyone is different you know i've been in utah for five years now and i know what people are like here now and it became too familiar and i started getting used to how people were out here because let's face it i mean not everybody is the same wherever you go everyone's different and i think that's the most fascinating part about getting to know someone who is from a completely different place you know, you get a sense of how they were raised and how the culture was and all that. And I find that really, really fascinating. So, you know, it really opened my eyes, you know, because I was talking with people who were not from here. I was hanging out with people from here or who weren't from Utah and it just really opened my eyes. And I guess, you know, this is kind of an advice thing. If you ever do go out, of of a place where you're not familiar with if you ever go to a different country just be open that that is my main advice just be open to different ideas and experiences and because when I was in Mexico I you know I didn't know anything about the cities that we were going to I, I didn't know if they were super dangerous or if there was a lot of crime there I had no idea but for me to even go out there and do that that was stepping outside of my comfort zone and I would suggest that everyone who has an opportunity to go to a different country, for example, just to not be just step outside of your comfort zone a little bit, because that's what I did. And I don't regret it at all. Like I said, I've met some amazing people while I was on that cruise, people who I'm going to be selling with um, throughout the summer. And and before I get to why I even went on the cruise, but it was just. It was awesome to be surrounded by all these people who had positive energy and who had good thoughts and and good intentions. And it was it was a really great experience for me. And so I would suggest going on a cruise, maybe not right now, because people are going to be worried about what's out there. But if you look at prices right now for cruises, they are ridiculously cheap. Uh, There was an ad I saw it was a three day cruise with the same cruise company that I just went with they had a three day cruise to Mexico. That was 170 bucks instead of 730 bucks. So that's a pretty big deal. 76% off. So for any of you guys that, you know, want to be ballsy out there and want to go on a cruise, now's your time. Now's your chance to get to go on a cruise. Uh, you will not regret it. I know that because I had a really, really awesome time. So, you know, going back to what I was saying, it just makes it all that much more intriguing to move out of state for me and to be able to adapt to my surroundings because I, you know, on my mind the last couple of months, you know, I'm not going to stay in Utah forever. Um, and I'm not sure where I'm going to go, but going on this cruise, you know, people from all over the United States, you know, uh, Florida, there's people from Arizona, even some parts of California, which I've never been to, uh, some of the mid the Midwest and even some on the East Coast, you know, I've met all these kind of different types of people and, and where they're from. And, you know, it's kind of making me get to pick where I want to live again. I have no idea. And I'm, I have seven months, six months to think about where it is that I want to move. And, you know, I just don't want to make a mistake of going somewhere and not being able to do what I want to do. And which is this. Uh, and I know I can do this from wherever I want, but the big picture for me is to be able to get with a company that I can work for and be happy with, you know, that, and that's what this is all about. You know, I don't want to work for a company where I hate living where I, where I live. I, I despise going into work because of who I have to work with, and I just want everything to work in place just fine and have no problems at all. So I'm getting off topic a little bit, but again, I met so many great people and I'm forever blessed to have even gone on this cruise. Um, But yes, some of you are wondering why I even got to go on this cruise. So I'm gonna be selling pest control this summer. And that was just like a little get together thing they do every year before they send us all out and we go and work for three months uh, doing door-to-door sales. Uh, But a little bit about Mexico, for those of you that never been there, uh, everything is really cheap there. Maybe not so much on the boat, but once you get off the boat and you actually go into the city, uh, everything is really, really cheap there. Uh, it's humid. Uh, I mean, I was um, I was kind of used to it because I grew up in humid humidity my entire life. Uh, so it was humid there. And people are crazy drivers out there. Yeah, and, and you think California is bad. No, Mexico drivers are, are pretty bad themselves. Uh, But the ocean side was beautiful. You couldn't not love it. Uh, I, I remember leaving Cabo on the ship to get back onto the cruise ship. And then I'll post a picture on it on my Instagram so you guys can all see it. But it was just, it was breathtaking. And the setting was just perfect. And all the lighting was perfect. And you just could not, you couldn't find that picture again. So, but now I'm back in reality after a week on the cruise. I've been back for about three days now. Um, so i'm eager to get started, you know And and I didn't really get to follow a lot of sports while I was on that cruise They had a sports bar, but I mean they had limited channels So I I wasn't always up to date with everything that happened But I did get some of the highlights. So with that being said, let's get the show started a big topic that is swarming the nba right now and And everyone is talking about it and it's getting more and more brought up every single day and right now, that's circling around Giannis Antetokounmpo right now. You know, the Bucks have the best record in the NBA right now, leading the East by a good margin. But with how dominant Giannis has been this season, is it a make-it-or-break-it year for the Bucs? And personally, I, I think it is. Rumor out there has it that Giannis may join up with the Warriors and give the Warriors their second dynasty roster. In six years if the Bucks do not make the finals this year if if the Bucks make the finals this year I don't think Giannis is going anywhere and if the Bucks win the NBA finals this year there is no way that Giannis would leave but the more and more I think about this you know everyone likes to look at the Kevin Durant decision and even go as far back as the LeBron decision and everyone dislikes the decision of joining up and making a super team. But the more and more I think about this, the more I start to understand player mobility. You can have it all at a job. You can have great coworkers. You can have amazing benefits. Your salary can even be really, really nice and everything seems perfect. You come home, you love your job, you love what you come home to, and you're happy with what you have. But you're always going to miss that one thing. Your company will never be the best in the business. You always hear about other companies doing better than your company, but yet you're happy with what you have, but you're never going to have that greatest achievement that a company can have. So you start talking. You start looking around, and another company looks flashy to you. They've had success in the past. They have the accolades. They have the fame. And you're really considering leaving the company that you have built just so you can have the title of being the best company out there. And this is what Giannis is thinking about right now. Yes, he's getting the wins, he's getting the accolades, he's getting the recognition. But if he cannot win an NBA Finals with the Milwaukee Bucks, I seriously think that he is going to consider to leave. And everyone is all about staying loyal to your home team. That's why everybody frowned upon LeBron leaving Cleveland. That's why everyone frowned upon Kevin Durant leaving Oklahoma City. And it will be the same exact thing if Giannis decides to leave Milwaukee. Now, those three players gave everything they could to their home franchises to try and bring a trophy back home. And Giannis is trying to do that right now. He's trying to bring a title to Milwaukee. And he has come out and said that he wants to stay in Milwaukee for his whole career. And a lot of people respect him for that. I respect him for that because if I always put myself in their shoes, if I was an NBA player or an NFL player or any kind of professional player, I would want to stay with one team and be known for playing for that one team and bringing a bunch of success to them. But there always comes to that point where if you don't achieve that success that you want, you're going to look elsewhere. And that's exactly what Giannis is thinking about right now. They have the best record in the East. I believe they're, 53-9 and nine or whatever their record is. And that's fine. If he gets the number one seed in the East, if they go to the finals, you know, then he's going to stay there. But if the Bucs get eliminated before the NBA Finals, Giannis is going to have a pretty long summer to think about what he wants to do. Because there's been people that have seen him and Curry talk on the sidelines. I think it was at the All-Star game. And, and I believe the... The conversation they were having was, let's do it. Let, let's do it. How about you just come to Golden State and we'll do this thing all over again. And it may not even be the popular decision because believe me, the whole world would flip out if this happened. But at a certain point in your career, you have to take a look and realize, I want what's best for me. Even though it may not be the popular decision with what the rest of the basketball world thinks. But you have to do what is best for you. And I shredded Kevin Durant for leaving Oklahoma City to join the Warriors. I ripped him apart. But now that I'm starting to see, now it's becoming a trend. It really is. More and more players are, are being mobile today than ever before. Players are having the leverage over management. And that is just the direction the NBA is going into. But if Giannis doesn't get an NBA Finals trophy under his belt in Milwaukee, it would not be a shock to me if he decided to leave. At some point, you have to swallow up everything you worked for and put yourself in a better situation. But ultimately, I don't think it will happen at all. I don't think Giannis disregards everything he said earlier on in his career I mean, the guy's only 24, maybe 25. He's only been in the league for six years. So he still hasn't even really hit his prime, which is insanely scary to even think about. But I do not think that it will happen. I think Giannis will work something out with Milwaukee to try and get another star if all goes wrong this year. But the perfect scenario would be Giannis winning a title this year. And if he does, then he's staying in Milwaukee. The biggest story in the offseason in the NFL this year is none other than Tom Brady. And there have been plenty of sources out there that say that he is going to go back to New England, and there's plenty of sources out there that say he will leave his home and go play for another team. Well, the latest rumor is that Brady said during a basketball game that he was with Edelman. He said that he will not be going back to New England next season. Which is what the lip singing, or someone like, I guess they looked at the, at the clip, and then they put together what he was going to say, and yada yada yada, whatever you want. But the reports are saying that Brady told Edelman during the game that he was not going to be going back to New England next season, and everyone is getting excited over that. It's a juicy story, but for me, personally, after hearing weeks and months of this ongoing decision, because nobody knows what Tom Brady's going to do. Right? No one knows except for him. I'm going to predict that Brady leaves New England within the next three weeks. Here is what Brady wants. A 42 turning 43-year-old quarterback cannot move, and we know that. So here are the things that Brady wants in order for him to be successful. Number one, he wants an offensive line. That is an absolute must. If you, don't, if you don't have an offensive line, you're not getting Tom Brady, even if you're in the market for a quarterback. If you don't have protection, Brady is not interested in you. Brady also wants a reliable running game because Tom Brady can't throw the ball 40 times a game anymore and, and lead a team to victory. That's not who he is anymore, and he understands that, so he has to adapt to it. You need a reliable running game. If you want Tom Brady, good weapons. And what I mean by that is skill position. You need good receivers. You need a good tight end. You need a multiple running backs to help out Tom Brady out of the backfield. You also need a good defense. And that's why the Patriots are front runners to get him back is solely because of that defense. Now, there are other teams out there who can make their case for if we get Brady, we'll be fine with the defense that we have now. We'll add parts in the draft and we'll work from there. I think the most important one to me that he wants is ownership stability. Tom Brady doesn't want to go to a team who's had different GMs within the last few years. He wants to go to a team that has a GM who's been solidified, who is trustworthy, who has credentials. You don't want to go to a team... For instance, like the Browns, who have had all these problems with ownership within the last couple of years. So Brady wants ownership stability because that's what he had in New England. And that's what he wants if he leaves New England. And I think the last thing that's going to affect Tom Brady's decision is a brand. The NFL team that he goes to, that he decides to go to, they need to have a brand. And what I mean by that is a big market. You know, Tom Brady is the Patriots brand. There was no brand before Brady. The Patriots were pretty much irrelevant until he showed up. So Tom Brady is the Patriots brand. When you take Tom Brady off the Patriots, the Patriots don't have a brand anymore. And there's a few teams in the NFL who have all of what Tom Brady needs. Now, if the Cowboys did not have Dak Prescott, this would be a no-brainer decision. But until we find out what the Cowboys do with Dak Prescott, whether that's giving him a long-term deal, franchise tagging him, or ultimately just not signing him at all, I can't really say for sure if Tom Brady would go to the Cowboys or not. But if they didn't have Dak Prescott, it would all work out. You know, The Cowboys, they have an offensive line. They have Ezekiel Elliott back there. They have Amari Cooper. They have a young tight end. Uh, And they can add more weapons too. Randall Cobb is over there. They have the weapons. That defense did show signs of light throughout the season. They have young playmakers. They have ownership stability. I mean, Jerry Jones has been the GM for 20, almost 30 years now. So the ownership stability is there. And I don't even need to talk about the brand for the Cowboys. They're the biggest brand in American sports. The star. The Dallas star. And how fitting would it be if Tom Brady, who is probably the NFL's biggest star right now, play for the biggest brand in America? It looks perfect on paper, but until the Cowboys decide what they want to do with Dak Prescott... We can't know for sure. But I think this is going to come down between two or three teams in the AFC. You know, Brady's a smart guy. He saw how the NFC was last year. If he can avoid the NFC, he will. But I think his choices are either he stays in New England, he goes to the Tennessee Titans, and my third option is he goes to the Raiders. And the reason why I say the Raiders is because it's obvious that David Carr is not Gruden's guy for the long haul. I mean, it's obvious. For you Raider fans out there, you know the inside scoop. Carr is not Gruden's guy. And with all those draft picks the Raiders have, they can rebuild quickly. The Raiders will be in a new city, a fresh new start. It makes sense. How else to sell tickets than bring in the guy who has the most rings In Super Bowl history. It makes sense, but my guess is that Brady goes to one of those three teams, and I don't think any of them have an edge yet, but this is exactly like how it was when Peyton Manning was on the market. He wanted a good O-line. He wanted a good run game. He wanted a great defense, ownership, stability, and a brand, which is what the Broncos had at the time. But the reason why I think Brady is going to leave is because I think he wants to have success without having Belichick all over it. If he can have success with a different franchise next season, if he decides to leave, if he still has success and goes to the playoffs and goes to the AFC Championship game, my opinion about Tom Brady will change entirely. And for those of you that know me out there, know how I feel about Tom Brady. So for those of you that know me, this will be a complete shock to all of you. And I think it's a great challenge to Tom Brady. I mean, he's already achieved everything that you could want in an NFL career. So at this point, it's kind of like a why not? Why not try and see what else I can do out there? And, and you know, that's got to be lingering in his mind. It has to be but if Tom Brady can go out to another team and do what he's been doing for the last 20 years, my opinion about him will completely change. And I am terrified of that. (laughs) Absolutely terrified about that. Uh, One last thing before I end the show. So uh, Zion Williamson has been tearing the league up ever since he made his debut. He's averaging 24.1 points per game right now. And even though he missed a good chunk of the season, I still think he will win Rookie of the Year over John Morant. The plays that we have seen Zion do in this short amount of time are nothing but incredible. And I didn't have any doubt in my mind that Zion would come back from injury and go on a tear. He is single-handedly helping the Pelicans get back into playoff contention. I mean, if the Pelicans get the eighth seed, It's a lock. Zion gets the rookie of the year, no questions asked. But if the Grizzlies take the eighth seed, then voters might have to lean towards Morant a little bit more. But what Zion is able to do right now in the NBA is unreal. A 19 year old kid doing what he is doing right now is unreal to think about. And the mentality that I am getting from Zion is that he's not afraid of LeBron. He's not afraid of him. Now, I'm a huge fan of LeBron. I love LeBron. But if I was in the NBA and I got to go up against a guy who I have loved watching for years, I might get phased a little bit, but not Zion. Zion did not get phased by LeBron at all. In those two matchups against the Lakers alone, Zion averaged 32 points and and 6.5 rebounds while shooting 59% from the floor. How can you get any better than that? How can you get any more efficient than that? He averaged 32 points in 33 minutes. A 19 year old kid did this. That's terrifying to think about. That shows me that Zion wants to be his own player. He doesn't want to be a protege of LeBron. His mentality is that he wants to someday pass LeBron and create his own image and not be a shadow, and I love that from a kid who on paper, he's four years younger than me. I I can't even put that into words. But for a kid to do what he's doing this early on in his career, to go up against LeBron and to absolutely ball out, it's fascinating. I mean, if I had to vote for a rookie of the year, if my vote mattered, it would be Zion Williamson, Hands down. John Moran's having a really, really nice season out in Memphis. But from what I'm seeing from Zion Williamson, I think is exceeding my expectations for him. I was predicting that he was going to average maybe, you know, 18 or 19 and 8 a game. You know, 19 points, 8 rebounds. You know, I thought that was a realistic average for him in his first season in the NBA. I mean, right now he's doing better than that. And there was some crazy stat that I saw the other day. Maybe it was like a couple weeks ago. But I saw that it was either high 80% or low 90% of the time when Zion has the ball, he either gets his own rebound or goes in. So let's just say 90% of the time when Zion shoots the ball, either goes in or he gets his own rebound. I don't even know if I can find a stat for that anywhere else. But if that was true, the NBA, you got something special. Zion is going to be great for the NBA for years to come. So right now, he is my front runner for rookie of the year. But Zion Williamson's a freak. And I don't think any of us can disagree with that. He's an absolute freak. And if he loses 15 pounds in the offseason, we might very well be seeing the next LeBron James. And Zion is more athletic than LeBron James is at his age. So Zion Williamson, get used to that name because that name is not going away anytime soon. That's it for today's podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you guys on Thursday. Uh, but yes, it's great to be back in St. George. The weather is nice. It's starting to warm up here again. So, um, I might head out onto the pool as soon as this is over. So thanks guys for tuning in. Have a great Tuesday. Aloha.